So, yeah, that's how we wrap up that part of uh, our wellness feature. We're heading out to planting the seeds. We're looking at uh, 2022 and South Africa's top 10 Sauvignon Blanc. Now, I can't say I'm a wine expert. I'm good at whining about things. But this time, we have an expert here about South Africa. We know we have uh, elegant and wonderful wines that are enjoyed throughout the world. And we've been winning prestigious awards, you know, where the 2022 FMB Sauvignon Blanc SA Top 10 competition. There's uh, a lot to get through in the wines that made it in the list. So right now we'll welcome Bonnyvale Wines Head Winemaker, Martinez Radomir. How are you doing, Martinez? I'm well and you. This is so exciting. I mean, you know, we uh, we know how well our wines do, but yet there is a story about how it gets to be uh, this level of high-end, you know, wine. Can you take us through the process? Okay, so yes, it's it's quite a process, and it's not only a process in a year. It comes with years and years and years experience, not only in the winery itself, but on the farm, on the farm level, selecting blocks that we know that gives the exact flavor we are looking for. So right, right in the beginning of even the pruning season, we go out, we go select blocks and prune to a certain style we want to, and then when when the ripening season comes, there's certain um, leaf leaf um, processes we do in the vineyard, and then right at the harvest, we go and taste out, we go taste the berries and taste what flavor we actually actually looking for in the wine. So right at the berry stage in the in the vineyards, we can kind of go and taste and taste what what flavors we are looking for. And um, yes, then as soon as we've reached those flavors, we go and we, we harvest those grapes, bring them into the winery, bring them in nice and cool, go through the whole fermentation process, test and taste daily how the fermentation process is going. And then right at the end, we find it and we bottle it and, and, and we hope for the best. <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of factors that come into, uh, you know, this hope for the best moment because we've seen a lot of shift in terms of how wine is being produced, especially on the back of climate change. Has that affected wine production at all? Has there been some changes that you've had to implement? Uh, yes, there's slight changes that we, we see. Um, we've been seeing through the past few years that our, our ripening season is going a bit later than usual. Um, but as as much as changing fermentation processes in the winery, it's it's not not a biggest change at the moment yet. We've been experiencing a bit of drier seasons the past few years, um, but then again, it's like the rain season is that's changing. That we're getting wetter harvest seasons, which is not the greatest thing for us. So there is some processes that we change to keep the grapes healthy to bring them in. What what are some of those processes, if you're willing to share with us, that you use to mitigate well, uh, all these changing circumstances well we're using some uh, some tannin right at the harvest process to to bind with some of the oxidation microbes that might be coming with if you get a little bit of rain um, in harvest season there's always the the danger of a little bit of rot coming in mm. so you want to you want to protect your juice against that rot so you add some some natural grape tannin that actually binds with those microbes it's a protein that binds and it drops it out so it p- protects the juice from turning brown and losing the flavor sure there's a whole science behind this that I, I, yes. was, I was even about to talk about a friend of mine who is here in Linden, Johannesburg, and he has a little vineyard in his backyard where he produces his own wine, not for sale, obviously. Oh, wow. But I, I, there, there are more and more wine enthusiasts. 
uh, yes. up and coming. So if you're a wine enthusiast and you want to learn more about the agri aspect, what would you recommend to someone? Well, I would definitely say um, there's a lot of garages groups that you can join and, and they've got some information about it. Um, there's a lot of information on the internet available, as you would know. Um, but I would say the best is contact a, a facility like the University of Stellenbosch or Elsenburg, where you get conclude up with, with people that's right in the field and or they will direct you to the best place to go and get some information. And for you, Martinez, can you describe for us one of the, you know, because I'm sure you have lots of great wine and wine experiences. What for you has stood out that you've enjoyed? Well, I must say one of my greatest experiences was after I finished my studies, I went overseas and worked a season in California in Sonoma Valley. Um, that was an absolute amazing experience for three months. And then after that, I went over to France to work in Saint-Emilion for another three months, um, also doing a harvest vintage over there. So those two vintages um, experiencing a different um, terroirs, different cultures. It was, it, was, uh, it was a great experience for me and, and building my, my wine experience. And a lot of us are looking at careers, especially with the new year coming up. What advice would you give to someone who wants to become a sommelier? And what is a sommelier, if you can tell us? Oh, well, a, a sommelier is someone that really knows his wine and going into the industry and taste the different types of wine and then go to a restaurant or a hotel group and they can present wines to someone and tell them tell them everything about the wine, tell this what soil the, the vineyard grew on, what fermentation processes. They are really expert in wines. Um, but I would say if someone would like to go into the wine industry, it's, it's different and I'm sure it's like that in all fields of, of life. First, go and experience and really get get the practical experience before making a decision of going to study in it. Go work a harvest season in a winery and see what it is like before making that decision because it's very much different of what you study and what you physically go and do. There's, there's a big difference. And I really know if you if that's really your passion, is why if wine is your passion. Well, that's a great advice. And also, my last question is, we know a lot of wine pairings that happen, wine with food, wine with chocolate. You've got some award-winning wines. Here's a shameless punt for you to tell us what they could be paired with. Oh, so, well, at Bonneville Wines, we, we've got actually a nice um, chocolate and, and, and pairing with that we do with our wines. And we've got, uh, we had a, um, also like a marshmallow pairing that we do with our wines. So it's really a big experience coming to visit us at Bonneville Wines and coming experience that tasting. It's, it's really mind-blowing. But I would say that our Sauvignon Blanc at the moment is, is great to taste with um, with sushi or to, to go with any fish dish. And then um, it's also nice and rich that it can even go with a, a light, slight curry. So, yeah, it's, it's really an all-rounder, all you know, the best is even just to drink the bottle and not fear it with anything <laughs> as well. So you don't always need food. So, Wow. Thank you so much. The world of wine. I mean, you know, we all say we love to age like fine wine. That's one of my favorite quotes. So thank you so much, <laughs> Martinez. Thank, thank you for having me. Oh, wow. This is such a... Uh, in, awesome topic for those of you who love wine or want to love wine. We've chatted to Bonnyvale Wines head winemaker, Martinez Radamea. So that's uh, how we wrap up the show. Sound Awakes Tuesday edition, the uh, 22nd of November edition.